Hi, it's Dave Bird. Welcome to another episode of Marathon Time Breakthrough. We have a different format this week because some viewers have asked for more details on the smart scheduler that's cropped up in many previous episodes. So I thought I'd run you through exactly how to use it. There's a lot of great takeaways on how to plan, log, track and tweak your marathon plan. And if you're interested in using the smart scheduler to do this, I'll show you where to get it at the end. I'm going to show you how you can create your personalised marathon training plan in just a few seconds and then keep a training log of what you actually did so you can track and tweak the plan as you progress towards your marathon goal. Guidance is also provided on the scheduler itself if you need it. Yes, I've sacrificed the clean, minimal look based on feedback from fellow runners who wanted all the information there and then when they most needed it. So let's have a look first at planning your training. First, choose your target marathon, which if you're looking for a PB, should be a flat, fast course in a suitable climate for endurance running. Let's use the London Marathon as an example. Once you set the date of your event, the dates for each planned session are auto-populated. Next, select the number of weeks you have available to train. I recommend at least 16 to move through each of the phases, up to 20 to give yourself plenty of preparation time without getting stale and losing motivation. So if we reset the weeks to 16, notice that the dates change accordingly. The number of weeks in each phase also adjust so that you get the best preparation for the time that you have available. Notice for example that week 5 of the trail phase is sacrificed when you have fewer than 20 weeks available. If you're an experienced runner and you have a solid fitness base, you do have the option of just training through the marathon specific pillars and pediment phases. This is worth bearing in mind when your marathon isn't that far away. But don't be tempted to do this if you're not ready for race-specific training. Select the number of run days you can commit to each week. The range is 3 to 6 because any fewer days don't get you very far for a marathon campaign. And I also firmly advocate at least one rest day per week. Next you have the opportunity to switch from the traditional long run Sunday to midweek if that suits your lifestyle better. Enter a recent race time so you can get personalised pace ranges for your sessions. Please note that you must always enter duration data in the full hours, minutes and seconds format, regardless of whether it's then displayed as hours, minutes and seconds or hours and minutes or minutes and seconds. A recent time will provide a better gauge of your current fitness and providing a half marathon or better still a marathon time will be more specific than using a 10k time, although I've given you that option as well. Note that whatever you enter is used to estimate your marathon goal time at that point. The dashboard now displays personalised pace ranges, the average, the fastest and slowest, in minutes and seconds per mile across all your training zones. You might be tempted to enter that stretching at hopefully achievable marathon time you aspire to. If you do, be prepared to work at the lower end of the pace ranges or even reset a slower time later as you'll be in the early stages of your marathon preparation and therefore at risk of overtraining. You also have the option to enter your threshold heart rate. This is your average heart rate in beats per minute 
in the last 20 minutes of a 30 minute time trial. The dashboard displays upper and lower heart rates in beats per minute across the endurance and stamina training zones only because it's less reliable as a measure at higher intensities. Finally, to create your personalised plan, you just have to select your training preference. If you handle long runs well but struggle with faster repeat based work, choose the camel template. And if you handle faster repeat based work well but struggle on long runs, choose the ostrich template. So that's it in terms of creating your plan, but we'll quickly cover the other readings on the dashboard before we get onto logging your training. The rate of perceived effort or RPE across the zones is a 1 to 10 scale which is made more real with the field test and talk test indicators. Then between the heart rate and pace ranges, you get some idea of how long you could maintain the intensity of running in each zone if you were racing rather than training. So taking the two extremes, in the slowest zone, you'd be running an ultra marathon race lasting between seven to 10 hours. And in the fastest zone, you'd be doing a short track type race lasting between one and four minutes. The final reading is a summary of the percentages of total training time spent in each of the three broad zones for your plan. What's neat about this is it's optimised for marathon running for any plan you create. Let's now look at the different settings for a planned training week. Next to each auto-populated date we have the plan sessions. I've created a quick reference checklist on how to perform each workout in the sessions tab. The measure for tracking intensity is customised for different sessions and the emphasis also shifts from rate of perceived effort or heart rate to pace as the training becomes more marathon specific. The session grid displays the number of reps, the duration of efforts, their intensity by virtue of which zone they're in and how much recovery you get. Don't ever let this overwhelm you, particularly for the mixed intensity sessions like hilly runs or fartlek. The data simply reflect the time spent in the various training zones, but in practice just follow the simple guidelines on how to perform each mixed intensity workout in the sessions tab. And don't forget to read the weekly previews to better understand where the training fits in the overall marathon campaign. And always remember, the plan is just a framework, not a prescription, and you'll be fine. There are two further tweaks you can make to your plan within each training week. Firstly, you can switch the key sessions around and even insert practice races in some weeks. These choices are informed by where you are in your marathon build-up to stop you overreaching. So you won't be offered marathon-specific workouts like faster repeats in the trail phase. And the practice races only become options towards the end of the earlier phases and in the middle of the pillars phase. Secondly, you can adjust the volume of steady running to match your current mileage. But please don't abuse this by ramping up your mileage and putting yourself at risk of injury or burnout. Also, because this feature is available every week, you must remember to apply any changes consistently throughout your plan to maintain the right balance. Now we turn to logging your training. Let's now look at how easy it is to do this in the right-hand grid on the scheduler. In the first column, there's a drop-down list of all the sessions and you simply select the one that you did that day and it includes rest and cross-training if you didn't run. And then in the next three columns, you manually enter the session parameters. The number of reps, 
which will be one if you did a continuous run, the duration of the efforts or effort, and the duration of the recoveries between any repeats that you did. Even for a one rep continuous run, you will probably enter at least five minutes in the recovery field to cover the jogging at the start and end of the session. The easy column can be used to log any running added to a structured repeat session, including the warm-up and cool-down jogging, and it can even function to record an easy run if you were doing two sessions that day. The next column auto-populates the total duration for that day. Then, in the final numbers column, you manually record your mileage. This is totaled each week and will amber or red flag if you're overtraining, prompting you to ease back. You even get red flag warnings to change your shoes based on your mileage, so you're being really well looked after. So now we'll turn to tracking your training. The final column in the training log asks you to rate your performance for each session using the drop-down menu. The default is completed OK, but you can also select too tough or too easy when expectations from the session weren't met. Then finally, you provide weekly feedback in the text field. I suggest you use this to comment on any mitigating factors accounting for your performances. Don't be too modest to give yourself praise for toughing out hard sessions. Reviewing this kind of feedback just before your marathon can be very inspiring. Track any colour-coded trends over time in the performance column, monitor your weekly feedback and note the actual times you recorded for practice races and predictor workouts. So then finally we turn to tweaking your training. And the beauty of having a personalised plan is you're most likely only going to have to tweak your training along the way rather than make major changes. So use the times you ran in practice races and predictor workouts to update your marathon goal, which in turn adjusts the training zone pace ranges. You may also need to adjust the goal time if you're consistently performing better or worse than expected in your overall training, particularly in the key sessions. And be prepared to make more minor tweaks such as replacing a key session with an easier workout or even an extra rest day if you feel you need more recovery time. So in conclusion, you should now have all the guidance you need to plan, log, track and tweak your training so you can stay on track to get the marathon success you deserve. If you need any further clarity, email me at dave at davebirdrunning.com, putting scheduler in the subject line. So if you want to achieve marathon success by creating unlimited personalised plans, that you can then log, track and tweak as demonstrated, then go to marathontimebreakthrough.com forward slash podcast and in the show notes for episode 20, there's a link to get the smart scheduler. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.